Hey everyone, Felice Gerwitz here, and I want to share with you something that is dear to my heart, and that is saving you money. Can you use encouragement for your homeschool journey? Have you been searching for an online learning program designed to ground your family in a Christian worldview? Well, now you can at MediaAngelsMembership.com. Our affordable membership packages fit your budget and busy life. Now you can access customized membership packages for your homeschooling family from the extensive Media Angels Library of Books, classes, and Bible studies. You may select the ebook bundle, the creation bundle, the premium bundle, or the forever bundle. Each bundled set will save you vast amounts of money, and you can use it for the whole family. So go to MediaAngelsMembership.com for more information. That's MediaAngelsMembership.com. You'll be glad you did. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. And today we are going to be talking about time management with kids and um, actually with teens. And today I have a special guest on the line and some of you who are um, big fans of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network uh, will already recognize this name, and that is Vicki Tillman, who is one of the uh, voices behind the Homeschool High School Podcast. Welcome, Vicki. Hi, Felice. Thanks for asking me on today. Oh, I'm delighted because you are um, everything high school, you and the Seven yeah. Sisters Homeschool. Yeah. So share with us a little bit about, um, you know, your, your home, your business, um, whatever you want to share with the listeners. Yeah. So Sabrina and Kim and I are part of the, not only the Homeschool High School podcast team, but also Seven Sisters Homeschool. And what we do is we blog and write about all things homeschooling high school, even some younger grades, but we really concentrate on high school. And then we also have curriculum that's been developed for our teens because we found very many years ago that um, our teens had opinions and all kinds of different needs. And so when we couldn't find a curriculum that met that, we would find a way to develop it. So now as, as all of our kids have graduated, we have taken on the, the calling of Titus II moms where we're investing in the next generation. So invite everybody to check out the podcast and also Seven Sisters just for freebies and encouragement. So anyway... Yeah. Yeah, that's, I have five kids. They've all graduated high school and now they've all graduated college. So I have, um, the, the baby is now starting his second year as a public school music education, um, teacher. So he works with an elementary school and yeah, my second son teaches at a local 
private school. He teaches middle school history and geography. And uh, my daughter, right in the middle, I had one daughter, and she is a professional photographer and does very fascinating uh, work as a photographer to, um, you know, she has a, a business and pays the bills and it's, it's just amazing because that's not my head. Um, and then I, my two oldest have PhDs and both of those are, are teachers, one at um, University of South Florida and one uh, teaches the online high school for Stanford University. So uh, cool. all kinds of different yeah. teachers. Yeah, except for my my one girl who's the only one not in education. <laughs> and this is because there's not one right way to be right. a human being. So that's the way yeah. it works. And uh, I, I did an episode with you on, um, on, you know, encouraging your children and life skills and things that mm -hmm. we uh, as parents sometimes have to step away uh, from some of the things mm -hmm. that we think our children need um, in lieu of encouragement. And so um, mm -hmm. we'll put that link also um, in the show notes as well as all of your links. Yes. Um, Vicky. So yeah. today we're going to talk about uh, something that is an oxymoron for me anyway, and that is time because, uh, you know, as mm -hmm. always, everybody says, I don't have enough time and I can't get everything in and there's too many things that are required mm -hmm. for high school and mm -hmm. how do I encourage my high schooler to you know to do the things that they need to do to get done and not nag and and all of that yeah. so um yeah. it's it's been uh interesting to see how my homeschool life had changed um you know from my two oldest when I high uh, homeschooled high school them uh, to the three youngest, uh, the last one I graduated in, in um, actually it was like 2018. So it's only been, it seems mm -hmm. like it's, this is the third year, his third year of college. So yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, so it, it it's, you know, thing, different things happened in our homeschool to make everything work. Plus my kids are athletes and that added a whole nother mm -hmm. layer on. Um, they were very serious yeah. athletes that we never had to the last three never had to tell them to practice or, you know, that uh -huh. they took after their dad. I can't even walk in the door without tripping. <laughs> I understand that. Yes. I'm a good cheerleader though. I can, I can yell. I don't know. Yeah. That's right? important too. That's a gift also. Yeah. But, um, but you've done this a while. Plus you also, um, if, if moms are stuck, Vicki, they may not know that you also have a, a coaching aspect that you will work with parents. Share, share about that. Mm -hmm. So at, at Seven Sisters, um, several of us do coaching on homeschool home topics. Um, and you can find tabs for that where we help moms choose curriculum and little time management and things like that. But in my other hat in life, the way I paid my homeschool bills was I uh, do counseling and coaching, life coaching and career coaching um, at a practice in Newark, Delaware. And I have been doing that now for oh, getting close to 30 years and uh, have had to learn time management skills in order to juggle all those hats. So uh, that's that's kind of our topic right. for today, I think, right? Uh, it's, if people are interested in seeing the kind of things I do with life coaching, and career coaching, they can check out VickiTillmanCoaching.com and there's freebies and posts and things like that. Wonderful. Look at. 
So, but, but part of that coaching is doing time management because I think for us Americans, especially in the digital age where there are always notifications popping up and too many tabs open, it's really hard to, to keep our time under control. Absolutely. So, you know, let's talk about like maybe f- the top five things that parents need to know, especially, um, you know, with their teens. And uh, one of the things I'll encourage moms and dads, you know, don't wait until your children are teenagers. You know, if you've got them at that age, great. We can we can work with whatever we have because we're flexible because we're homeschool parents. We just make it work. Uh, but encourage it as the kids are younger. Um I, I never realized how important that is as we're working with our children to continuously encourage them. You know, like one of the things I used to say to my kids was, you know, by you understanding right and wrong, when you get older and you're an adult, you're going to know what that means. And you won't ever be the person who, you know, does the wrong thing. And they would just look at me, you know, <laughs> all of yeah. like 10 going, what is she talking about now? But, um, but when they're younger, we can start enlisting some of these skills and encouraging them. Um, and that's one of the things I have on the network at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. You can sign up for our free e-zine. And that has uh, links to the, the planners that we give away once a month um, for anyone who joins our email list. And when you do, you will find out when you know, Vicki's next show is and, uh, and so forth. And you'll have mm-hmm. links to all of the podcasts each week that goes directly to that, that podcast. So, um, you know, that's one of the things I want to encourage you to do is to sign up for that. Um, but okay. So time management, how do we make the most yeah. out of our day when you've got the little kids, they're up before, you know, sunlight. And when your kids get older and they're teenagers, it's hard to get them out of bed by 10. So, uh, you know, what are some some ideas that uh, can help our parents here? So one of one of the things that I think helps, especially when you are at the place where you have multiple ages in the house, is to remember our our friend Colleen Kessler um, once said at one of the two to one conferences that every day we wake up as moms and have lots of balls to juggle. And every day we have to decide which ones we need to drop. And to know that there, are, as moms, we have this picture in our heads of what we really want to accomplish. But we have to let God guide our footsteps and to be able to humbly set aside the things that just aren't going to happen in the, the chaos of a day. But there are some things that we have to learn to structure and manage so that we can actually get education done uh, with everybody that needs that. So I have some ideas that I have used with my kids and our local homeschoolers um, that I've worked with over the years when I was I did 18 years as academic advisor with our local umbrella school and helping kids. So what I noticed with teens is one, yeah, there's a lot of them that love to sleep till 10. And sometimes that's not a battle you want to argue about. And sometimes it is, and it kind of takes a prayerful, what what character, you know, thing are we developing right now? But one of the things to do is to notice that there's not one kind of high schooler and that some kids are the kind that need you to help them learn to manage their time 
uh, because they they will just game all day or they'll they'll check out YouTube's all day and you know they just have a natural distractibility or go with the flowness and so they need some structures and some tools and then there's some kids who are born structured they get up in the morning and they want to get everything done and they're working really hard and those kids you have to teach them time management so they learn to turn that off and rest and hang out and and let their brains and bodies do some other things besides being productive so to to know your kids and to allow god to show you what they need and help work with them in that way so i'll start with the easy ones the the ones that are naturally structured and will overwork themselves one of the things that i suggest is to teach them how to do a time audit so it's really simply put a time audit and this I is good for it. moms yeah. too. Um, yeah. uh, one of my friends, when, when I had multiple kids in the home and I was, you know, working as a counselor and uh, homeschooling and in, leading in the homeschool community. So all these balls were juggling. And one of my friends who's in the corporate world sat me down and she said, Vicki, you need to sit down prayerfully and do a time audit. So you're making sure that you are not doing something you're not supposed to be doing. You know, the, the danger of saying yes mm -hmm. to everything. And so this is what she taught me to do. And I have been doing this every year now for many years. And it's so calibrating. So you have the teen every day log down their activities of the whole day, every single activity that they can think of that they have done, sit down at the end of the day and write them down. Or if they're the, the type that will carry a notebook around with them and log it down, they can do that. Um, but write down every single thing they did and how much time they did it. And then after the end of a week or two weeks, if there's a lot of variety in the things that you do, um, you make a pie chart of those activities and you look at this, the slices of pie. So X of, you know, big slice of pie for sleep, this slice of pie for meals, this slice of pie for study, this slice of pie for chores, this for extracurriculars, this is for friend time, this is for chilling and watching television or whatever. All the pieces of pie are there. And then you ask the teen, sit down with them and say, is this how I want my pie to look? You know, are there things that I need to change? Like I need more time for devotions or I haven't spent any time with a friend in weeks. And so what you do then is help them kind of redraw that pie that so that it looks like a, a work-life balance. And they have time for the appropriate self-care so that they stay healthy and don't get too anxious. And so for us moms, if we do the same, we will find sometimes that we have slices of pie that aren't useful, like the, the death scroll on Facebook, you know, it never stopped. And say like, okay, you know, I can check Facebook once a day and that's it. So, um, you know, a time out is just a wonderful thing for the type of kids who can't turn off, who they're just overstructured. Um, okay. But most teens are not that way. If you've noticed, you know, if you've got more than one teen, probably most of them are, um, are more the, they like to free range right. and, um, they, they like to relax and chill and hang out and, you know, and it's good to be a teen, 
but they also have to develop those skills that they will need to be successful in college or at work, you know, showing up on time, you know, doing all the things you're supposed to do on time, applying to college on time, financial aid on time, getting papers in on time. So they learn all of that in high school when you teach them time management tools. So so you want to hear some time management tools for those teens. It. Yes. And I really, yeah. I really like right. the time audit. I think that that can yeah. um, put things in perspective because you don't realize how much you do, um, you know, spend on different things. I, I have a one week mm-hmm. promotion going on. I, I tend to stay off of social media because I have enough people who are on it for me. Um, but today I had to go and answer some questions and some things. And I did that death scroll. I think I spent like 30 minutes and I, I have this other project I'm doing right now. And, you know, I didn't even realize it. I thought I was on there five minutes. So, you know, Uh you have to look at these things and, and say, um, what is it that, you know, and, and not again, you want, that might be your kid's downtime, right? They might really enjoy that social aspect of it. So it's not like it has to be completely gone. But I think um, when people see how much time they typically spend on that kind of thing, then they can put that in perspective and say, okay, you know, I'll put a timer on or, um, you know, work on that. Yeah. And it, and they know they can bring some some clues in from outside, like set a timer um, to help them to remember to stop and move right. on to the next okay. thing. Wonderful. So, yeah. All right. So one of the ways for kids who are not um, the naturally structured ones is to teach them to use a syllabus. And it's uh, the there's not one kind of syllabus, but the way we have worked with our kids is our syllabi tend to be, you know, it lists the curriculum and all that. So it looks like a formal thing, but it has a a day to day. These are what you're going to do each day um, assignment. And so teens can look at that and know what they need to accomplish in each of their courses. And so if you hand a teen a syllabus, and say, this is how you use it. Today, you're going to look at this and you're going to accomplish this. And when you've done that, you're done. Um, then they can start learning independent study skills and knowing they have to keep at something until they're through with that day's assignment. So a, a lot of times, you know, we moms hope that our kids have internalized that and can just pace themselves. But some teens really do need that outside structure that says this is exactly what you're going to cover today and then you get to stop. So a syllabus is is a really helpful way to do that. So let me stop you. So um, which is exactly Mm -hmm. what you get in college. You know, you get that Mm -hmm. list and you have four papers you need to do that year and you have six tests that are going to be assigned and so forth. Mm -hmm. So if someone Mm -hmm. is using a specific curriculum, let's just say a science textbook, they could basically, Mm -hmm. as parents, go through that book and say, you know, these are the things that I expect by week's end. And if you want to do it all in a day, that's great. And if not, then Mm -hmm. you're going to be doing this every day. And so do you sit there with your children and help them figure out how much time it should take them or how does that work? 
That 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 really varies with the teen. A lot of teens, when they're just starting to structure themselves, you know, learn how to use the syllabus, um, you, you really have to sit with them and pace that out and actually get out a, a scheduling tool okay. and write, you know, I'm going to spend X amount of time on it. Some kids will just sit down with the syllabus and plug through on their own. I have found that what really matters is that moms check in regularly and make sure what was agreed upon actually okay. gets done. And so whether that's a weekly check-in or a daily check-in, um, that that uh, teens who are not naturally structured, if they're not going to have a check-in, um, they ain't right. going to do it. Uh, but, and, and that's like, you know, we grown-ups when we're in the workforce, very often we'll have one-to-one with bosses, you know, check-in, how are things going? And that's the same kind of thing with teens. So, um, uh, what I'd like to do with my kids is to sit down at the beginning of the year and and we've already agreed together on what curriculum we're going to be using and then discuss how much they want to do and do they want to do it each day or three times a week. And then they will use my, my kids, well, they the younger ones learn from the older ones who were in college how to use scheduling mm-hmm. tools. And um, so I asked, I, I did a... Um, a little group chat and said, Hey, you young people, tell us what you actually use to schedule yourselves, like take your syllabus and put it on a calendar kind of thing. And uh, so some of them use, I'll tell you what they use. They use Google calendars, Google sheets. Um, one of them uses a, the, the homeschool manager. Some use Trello or Todoist. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of them keep it really simple and just put reminders on their right. phone. Uh, some of the, the creative ones do bullet journals, uh, the, some of the old fashioned ones, uh, use paper calendars or, or old fashioned planners, you know, with the paper, cause they like paper. So, um, like there's not one right way. And some kids don't need to put every single thing on a calendar. They just need to put when projects are due and when to start, um, working on a project because they, uh, that they'll be overwhelmed if too much is on there. The hard thing is figuring out what's going to work with your teen. And the most important thing to do is when you start out teaching them how to manage time is to check in with them often. Is a lot of times the first year of high school, like ninth grade, or if you're coming in after they've already started high school, they're adjusting to managing themselves. And so it takes a lot of like daily check-ins or weekly check-ins to uh, make sure that they are managing things on their own. So anyway, start with the syllabus. If they need more accountability, like they need to know at nine o'clock I'm doing this, 10 o'clock I'm doing that, you put it on one of those scheduling tools. And if they don't need that, um, this is, I'll tell you what, we use the scheduling tools. If you don't need every single minute planned out, is they, my kids have used, um, the, the schedulers for big projects and papers and mm-hmm. exams. So if they have a test in a book, they'll write what day the test is, what day a paper is, and then they go backwards uh, a certain amount of time. So like if it's a test, they'll go back a week. If it's a paper due, they'll go back two or three weeks. If it's a research paper, they go back a month. Um, and then they say, start working on paper. And or start studying for tests or start working on project. 
And then they put markers on the calendars, you know, five days later, they say be X amount through with the paper um, or be X amount ready for the test. And so they have these little, um, little reminders. This is what you want to accomplish. So, and that's, that's things that they can carry then into the workforce. You know, when they, they go off and get a job and they have a project to work on, they already have the skills to manage their time on that. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, You know, if they're going off to college, they definitely need that. So that's, um, um, there's a download at Seven Sisters that Sabrina did called Scheduling Backwards. And it has how to do that on there um, because that's how I learned to do it many years ago from Sabrina. I don't, I don't get time management on my own. I have to learn it right? from other people. That's, that's what I ended up having to do too because I'm more of the go with the flow and I will get it all done. Um, before I married my husband, who is the consummate procrastinator, why do today what you can do tomorrow? And I, w- I was right, the one right. who back in the day when we actually went to the library and checked out books. Everyone in college was mad at me because I'd take out every book that, you know, the day of the assignment. Um, But I had to find a balance between that because when you're a busy mom, that doesn't always happen. And so um, there, you know, there has to be uh, a way that, that you get everything done, but also do it in a timely fashion. I want to throw out one more scheduling tool. Uh, We actually use this for our network Mm -hmm. among my team. And that is Asana because I've used Trello and I, I still use, I use use Google calendars, um, especially like for things Mm -hmm. like this interview and and things like that. Um, But I love Asana because it gives me the month at a glance and then I can uh, give Mm -hmm. myself these tasks. And then we can, as parents, if you're using this with your kids, you can put a reminder to yourself that you need to check on the kids or, you know, have them bring you things. And another thing that worked with me, Vicki, was uh, at times my husband is a lot more detailed. He's the perfectionist in the family. And so um, he assigned himself a Friday check. So Friday was, you know, even through their teen years, pizza and, and movie mm-hmm. night. What am I saying? Even when they're in college, it's pizza and movie night yes. when they're home on Friday. <laughs> And so um, he would check their, their work Mm -hmm. and guess what, if it wasn't done, they had Saturday chores plus schoolwork to do. And they hated that. So they knew if dad was going to be checking, whereas mom might get busy and forget um, it was going to, and that was wonderful for me to have a backup. You know what I mean? Um, Because we always seem, especially as parents, um, you know, homeschool moms, that you're always the one doing it. I've met some great homeschool dads as well. So yay, dads. Um, But, you know, in retrospect, uh, that really helped us a lot. So great. Um, What else do you have for us? Are these the main... that's it. Yeah. The, the time audits using a syllabus and the scheduling backwards skills and having tools that work and finding, you know, a tool that fits your personality, I think are things that get teens and moms uh, get started. And then as long as moms are checking in, as long as there's a good, you know, like I hate to say accountability because it's yeah, but it's truly we get we're accountable true, yeah. in in everything. 
So I don't have a problem yeah. with that. I love that word, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, 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 you know, teaching teens that somebody cares enough to check in. Um, and so that they know that what they're doing matters. So even if it's something they don't like, like, you know, not many kids just like algebra, but it has right. to be done. And so if you're, if things are, are managed time-wise, then their free time can be free range. Right. And uh, that is a beautiful thing for everybody. So that teaching them that work-life balance. Really I love helps. that. Uh, also, um, I, I think for us, especially, I, I have this um, desire with my children to let them find their passions when they're homeschooling, because that really helps motivate them. And different children found different things, surprisingly, um, you know, or not, because your kids are so individual. Mm -hmm. And even if that free time mm -hmm. was spent reading, or because you don't, you know, I never begrudge my kids reading time because I love to read and I don't let myself read unless I have little blocks of time where I can because I'm a thousand percent or nothing in everything I do. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, I'm one of those people that has to learn how to put the play in. Um, you know, I, I overschedule myself. And so, um, you know, it, it was fine because at least you get to do it when you're a kid or you, you know, have time to do whatever that, that passion is, you know, for some of my kids, it was, it was sports. And for others, it was, you know, just downtime or reading or, you know, my daughter found a love of uh, anthropology and archaeology. And uh, that was Christina, who actually, um, and this amazing, you know, like when you're saying pray, and what does God want you to do? And she always wanted to go on a dinosaur dig. Well, yeah, we'll get right on that. And we'll just Ooh. find a dig Ooh. for you to, but through homeschooling, through speaking at conferences, we wrote a, a novels for teens, the Truth Seekers Mystery Series. Mm. Would you believe mm -hmm. that she did get to go to Colorado and participate in a dinosaur dig? I mean, Aww. it was, it was Aww. ridiculously expensive to pay for the flight mm -hmm. to get her to this really out of the way place. Um, but I knew mm -hmm. the people who were in charge and it all worked out. So it, you know, she, um, minored in anthropology in college. She was a communication major, but, um, and she's a homeschool mom now. And, you know, a lot of times uh -huh. people will say things like, you know, well, you're not really using your degree. Uh, yes, I am. I was an educator and I am educating, uh, my kids, which are done now. And I've, I've never stopped. Stop. <laughs> According to them, I've right. never stopped homeschooling. Yeah. Um, right. And also, you know, writing and teaching parents. And mm -hmm. so we, we, mm -hmm. we all use our skills in so many ways. Um, communication yeah. is one of the best skills, especially in this day and time, right? To be able yes. to articulate, never angrily, but always articulate what you believe and think and clarify. And so, you know, there's so many things that, that we as moms can bring to the table. And um, no matter what your education is, you know, there's there were holes mm -hmm. in my education. I'm sure there were holes in yours, Vicki. And, you know, oh, grammar yeah. was yeah. never my friend. I overpunctuated. Yeah. And, you know, what do you mean we have to put this semicolon in? And. And so um, I had to relearn some things. I really did. And yeah. even though I had great college professors that taught us. So I just think that um, 
as moms, we can learn with our kids. Now there is so much available. Oh my gosh. Even over when I started homeschooling, um, there's Mm -hmm. so much more available and, um, you know, same with, I'm sure when you began, right? Yeah, absolutely. We used to have to beg, uh, curriculum providers to provide to when homeschoolers. Did you, yeah, when did you start homeschooling, Vicki? Uh, back yeah. in the 80s, right. you know, back when they were still truant officer at the right. door drills. Right. You know? Yeah, because so, I started yeah. in 86. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. so we, you know, people call us the pioneers, but um, the yeah. school board used to send someone to the house to see that. And mm-hmm. after the first year, because I never cared. Yeah, come see what we're doing, because I, you know, over over prepared but um you know at one point we found out no you're not supposed to do that and you know if they really want to see your your stuff and then as more homeschoolers started homeschooling they way backed off they don't do that anymore yeah, but the yeah. next year they actually sent the head of the science department for the county to my home because she had heard about the curriculum that I had created <laughs> and she wanted to see yeah. it and ask for samples which yeah. I thought was hilarious oh. Um, I also uh, went to a nature center one time and we were at the planetarium and someone had given that lady my creation astronomy book. And she actually taught uh, both a creationist and an evolution perspective of the start of the universe based upon uh, media angels book. And everybody in the audience knew I was there. And of course they start uh, giggling and later they were like, go, go tell her that's you. So I did, I went and introduced uh, myself and I said, why, you know, who did this? And, um, you know, I, the person who had given it to her, I didn't even know, but she said, yeah, she said, I found okay. it was fascinating. And I thought I would teach both perspectives. And I thought, well, it's really, uh-huh. it was wonderful. Um, so so you never know, you don't know, you know, mm-hmm. even with, with your curriculum and the help that I'm sure you've got a ton of kids who over the years have, um, you know, written and thanked you for all of your help and parents, but, Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. and if anyone's out there and you've been, if you've benefited, you know, please do write Vicki. And cause a lot of times we only hear the negative. <laughs> we, 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 we love to connect with our very many seventh right? sisters. Cause there's six of us, seven sisters, but all of our friends are the seventh sister. I love like it. Police. I love it. I think you had explained that twice. <laughs> I kept going, where is the seventh sister? No, it's you. I'm, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. We had such a great time. It was in, I think I came to the one in, um, I think there was one in North Carolina and then there was one in Washington mm-hmm. or right outside of DC that I came to. I went to two. So it was, it was wonderful. Well, Vicki, thank you so much for coming. Um, you can find more information about Vicki and all that they do at sevensistershomeschool.com as well as Vicki and it's V-I-C-K-I Tillman coaching.com. And I'll have mm-hmm. links um, to all of that in the show notes, as well as, um, you know, information um, about her, her podcast on this network. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Felice. This Wonderful. Fun. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening and, and look for uh, time management for teens on the vintagehomeschoolmoms.com website. This is episode 411. And so you'll find the show notes there. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.